three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham. I am an Amazon seller, and I am here with another great episode to help you uh, figure out the secrets, how to, to scale your Amazon business and beyond to become an e-commerce professional. And I have with me someone uh, who, you know, I asked him how he was doing just now. And he's like, and he is like, I'm just doing so many things. And I'm like, I feel you. I also um, can answer that question the same way that like, I've always got my, my irons and a lot of fires. I've got with me Jason Miles and he, we're going to talk about, you know, Shopify. He's got 2.6 million uh, transactions done through Shopify, helps Amazon sellers uh, figure out how to move into that. And then on the own, uh, and then on other fronts, he has a, a, a challenge that he has for Amazon sellers and very intriguing. I'm happy to work with him more in the future. Jason, welcome. Thank you, man. It's an honor to be here. Happy to chat. Yeah. So um, let's see. Yeah. A lot of things to jump into, um, but so you started it with Shopify, you know, years ago. Yeah. Um, and was that your first play into e-commerce? Was it Shopify or like, what's the, what's the Shopify Amazon uh, angle? Yeah, actually we, we were eBay people. We started on oh. eBay 2007, 2008, and then uh, started selling our own digitally downloaded uh, PDF files, which you couldn't do anywhere. You couldn't do it on eBay or anywhere. And so we started on our own WordPress site in uh, September of 2009. And we hated WordPress <laughs> with a passion for uh, about five years. And then, uh, sep- well, I guess it was five years, um, sep- uh, September or so of 2013, it was July 2013, we switched to Shopify. And we've never looked back. We became the ultimate Shopify fanboy and fangirl. I, I'm a you know, co-founder with my wife. It's our business. We run together. Pixiefair.com is the website. You feel free to check out. Happy to talk more about it, but um, we've just loved Shopify you know, ever if, since we found it. If, yeah. if you were to talk to me even just like three, maybe two years ago about Shopify, I would have like brushed you aside as like, oh, this is like, yeah. uh, it, it, if you were around in 2013, it was kind of fringe. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. you're like, well, what's different about Shopify and like, say, uh, these other, uh, you know, direct to consumer platforms like Magento mm-hmm. or whatever, but like Shopify really has, uh, you know, it, it, it's beating its competition hand and fist. If you were to put money in Shopify in the oh. stock market a few years ago, well, uh, I did actually. Nice. <laughs> so, full disclosure: I am an investor, and I've done really, really well uh, okay. with investing well, in Shopify as well. well <laughs> so. No, no, congrats! And like the thing is, is you knew something when you were putting yeah. that money, and you're like, "That's right." I'm like, I know this is like it works. Like, it it just works. It's a yeah. community. It's a community now. It's yeah. it's got its own like marketplace. Um, I I think if you're truly brand building, you can't ignore it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's my opinion. And so um, let's let's. Uh, uh, I mean, we could talk about Shopify this entire time, but I, I want to sure. get, you know, because um, there, there's a few other subjects that we really want to hit that's very Amazon centric. But like for this is the first time I brought on Shopify onto the podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got a few small brands uh, that we do in private label and yeah. it's, it's actually just Amazon. 
mm -hmm. uh, sure. that we that we do. We've got decent organic placement, and you know, love Amazon FBA. It's gonna be very hard to peel us away from Amazon FBA. Oh um, man, you want me to give you the pitch for Shopify? Let's hear it. Oh, buddy. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, Shopify is really working hard to become what you might really consider to be sort of the, the omni-channel backend. And so what a lot of our clients, and I do coaching, last three years I've done coaching as well. And, and so what a lot of uh, typical stories are, they look like this. Hey, we've scaled on Amazon and now we're selling millions, but we're really freaked out that our account's going to be closed down. Or, you know, some, some story along those lines. And, and how do we uh, expand beyond Amazon? And so Shopify is the solution to direct consumer selling, but it's also a really, really great tool for streaming your listings right into Walmart. And it's, they're just working hard to become an omni-channel kind of back-end tool, if you will. And we've got a lot of clients who have done that journey of migration from success on Amazon and, and keeping that, you know, of course, but then adding Shopify direct to consumer and then adding Walmart. And, and honestly, a lot of the energy and momentum right now is on getting into Walmart and scaling and having that uh, done through uh, effectively through Shopify, which is really, really cool. So. Okay. So um, if, if, if this conversation goes right, we're going to have to change the name of this podcast from smartest, <laughs> from smartest Amazon seller to smartest Shopify seller, because <laughs> yeah. I do really want to, to like understand. And, you know, like about half of my podcast episodes, I turn around and like, I pivot based off of what I learned. Well, so yeah. um Here's a real example. We have a metronome. Um, it's awesome because it's just a, an attractive product, good packaging, mm -hmm. uh, private label, and a uh, good price point, uh, both for consumers and for us. It's, it's like $40. Mm -hmm. And um, if I'm going to take that to Shopify, yeah. what's, what, what, what steps do I have to like go through? Sure. Well, it's, it's pretty straightforward. You're going to build a listing in Shopify. You can obviously cut and paste all the listing detail off of your Amazon store and put it into your Shopify store just to have the listing. Um, and then you're going to think through what is the public facing content beyond just the product. So you've got pages on your Shopify store, the about us page, you know, the other pages that are templatey stuff like uh, privacy policy and that policy and that kind of thing are simple. Uh, but Shopify really gives you a whole set of tools that allow you to build out a robust brand presence. Uh, blogging integration is a key part of it. Pages that you can run contests on, that kind of thing. Of course, you get all the data when you sell direct to consumer on your Shopify store. Having all the data means you can build in things uh, that like cross-sell, upsell. The, the Shopify platform is so powerful because what they did was they, they didn't create just a walled garden. They created a platform for app makers. And the app maker community in Shopify is insanely vibrant. And there's basically an app for everything you want to do. And it's this is third party, uh, you know, content or, or, or code makers who just create apps that you use. Some are free, some are paid. And, um, and it allows your Shopify store to basically do all kinds of amazing things. So the biggest right. one, most powerful one that you can do is uh, the app maker we like a lot. It's called Bold. Uh, commerce, and they have a product upsell app that allows you to easily upsell in the checkout process and uh, add uh, more product to your customer's experience and increase your average order value. Uh, it, that's just one example, but there's so many ways in which you can 
add value through a Shopify store. Awesome. So if, if I were to create the Shopify site right now, yeah. um, it's going to have about zero traffic. Yeah. If I, if I yeah. uh, just, you know, launch it. Yep. And that's one thing that, I mean, I mean, Amazon, we always have to respect like the traffic. Yep. Uh, but so how do I fix that first problem on, on Shopify with like no traffic to like a yep. respectable amount of traffic? Yeah. It's the, one of the top questions we always get. We use a framework in our consulting practice called the nine mountains of traffic. Basically what I did was a research project a few years ago and asked the question, what are all the sources of traffic on the internet? by category, like what types of traffic are there? And as it happens, I'm pretty sure there are only nine. And, um, and the nine sources you systematically can think through and, and, and uh, work through. Obviously the biggest one is your own email list is a fantastic source of traffic to your Shopify site. Um, but there's also, um, you know, so many more beyond that. Um, you do have to think through how you're gonna approach it. The biggest hack that we have, the biggest tool that we use with our clients when they're literally starting at zero traffic is we have them start running contests. A really powerful contest, giving away a product that you know your ideal customer would want is an instant way to generate a huge email list, social following, uh, you know, uh, repins of pins on Pinterest and so many different things, blog comments, you can steer a contest into six or seven really, really healthy traffic strategy, uh, you know, techniques. And what we'll, we find generally is if you set up a contest and we, you know, we do this month in and month out, week in and week out with our clients, when you set up a contest, and you put any money behind it on, let's say, Facebook advertising, let's say $500, you'll end up with what we call social actions. So a social action would be they liked you on Instagram or they you know, joined your email list or whatever. And you just, it's straight math. You just divide the number of social actions you got in that contest into the cost of the prize and the cost of the advertising. And I guarantee you, it will be the cheapest uh, advertising you have ever done. It'll be the cheapest, you know, uh, collection of new email subscribers, new social followers, et cetera, et cetera. You get it for, you get those for pennies on the dollar, wow. like maybe 15 cents per social action, eight cents per social action. It's very, very common. Um, so, so contests are my secret trick for, I always just tell everybody and nobody does them very rarely. <laughs> people do them but they well, work so well i mean you, you know um e-commerce it just takes work <laughs> there everyone wants everyone's a shortcut <laughs> and um yeah. the, the longer i'm in the space i'm like ah like um there are no shortcuts but what you do do on uh in e-commerce it scales yeah that's that, that's like why like you do these things you're like okay yep. i do this thing once and then I can like times this by 10. Yeah. Uh, it, so that's really, uh, really cool. And um, now if, if I'm scared of figuring out another logistics operation, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I mean, like right now I'm actually doing a lot of Europe and China yeah. uh, logistics. So like I can yeah. do, I can do logistics and plan for it. And I mean, even, even got a podcast scheduled to talk about Amazon's global logistics, but like, I, I've got a big surprise for you, man. I know okay. where you're going. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. You can fulfill straight from FBA. 
with one click uh-huh. through your Shopify store. You can do it on your mobile phone. Oh, got a new order. Boop. Fulfilled by Amazon. You don't have to have a separate logistics operation. You don't have to even use a 3PL. What about, you can literally use your FBA to fulfill your Shopify orders. What about, so I, I know you're right. Um, I've seen it done and uh, I think it's the, the low hanging fruit for people yeah. listening here. What about Walmart? Do you, yeah. need, do you need to figure out a different logistics operation if you're doing Shopify to Walmart? Yeah, you know, what a lot of people are doing are really trying to get into Walmart with the two-day shipping. Two-day shipping in Walmart really, really unlocks your sales velocity. It's just it, algorithmically, they want two-day shipping. Yeah. So you definitely have to have 3PL set up or your own, you know, in essence, fulfillment. They don't want an item from Walmart uh, that arrives in an Amazon box. They're, that's yeah. verboten in walmart.com um, well so. let's say in 2016 or 17 when i first started my first transactions on walmart i i, I that wasn't very strictly enforced yeah yeah <laughs> there may be there may be a few customers out there that got that but i knew that they i, I knew eventually that they were going to have to like yeah. crack down on that Okay, but there so are that, tons of 3PLs that'll do that work for you and they can meet the two-day shipping requirement and make yeah. Walmart happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any any 3PLs that are like turnkey uh, is deliver uh, that? It's the top name people talk about a lot. So yeah. um, it just, you know, people have different experiences. It depends on what your business is like. Uh, you know, we have one client that wanted a 3PL that was within driving distance of his office. So we found one that was 40 minutes away and he's happy. Other people like deliver and, you know, but there are a lot of solutions that are coming up. So I, I, I just encourage people to shop around, yep. understand what's available to them and whether they can, you know, they've got good quality metrics that they can, you know, demonstrate that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think this, yep. I, I love it. I love it. Um, so moving on, because I know there's a few things that we wanted to cover uh, what got us first involved is, you know, you've done, you know, an e-commerce, uh, uh, a summit in January yeah. where you put together a lot of experts and this was like a huge thing. So, uh, and then you're turning that or, uh, in a similar vein, yeah. you are uh, putting together a 30 day challenge. Is yep. this 30 day challenge targeted to Amazon sellers? It is, and it's going to be specifically targeted to what we call replens, focused sellers. So describe what, what yep. define replen. Yep. So replens are items that are uh, replenishable items that customers will buy over and over and over again, that you as a, um, you know, arbitrager can source easily and satisfy that demand on, on Amazon. And so it's really designed as an extension of retail arbitrage or online arbitrage. Uh, for finding products that you know are in high demand uh, that customers will buy over and over. And the, the you know, focus there is you can source it locally and then put it into the Amazon system to fulfill the demand. Okay. So when I Different hear Different than that, wholesale, for example. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When I hear yeah. that, um, I'm definitely thinking uh, like grocery is like the most obvious, sure. like people just like yeah. going to keep coming back and back and forth. Yeah. What other types of like replans? Tons of household, you know, products, the, the stuff that's consumable. Groceries is a, is a top of mind one, but there's so many extensions beyond that, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, especially kitchen, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, cleaning, office. Supplies and on and on, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then, 
you know, so, but you put it in the framework of a challenge. Yeah. Um, why, what, what, what do you mean by that? Like, you sure. know, you're, you're, you're getting a group of people together and you're saying like, Hey, we got this challenge. Like why? Yeah. You know, the thing that we did a few months ago was the e-commerce power summit. And we just literally had three days of back-to-back amazing speakers. And we, we had a blast with it. We had a great time. It was in, you know, kind of support of the launch of my most recent book, e-commerce power. Uh, but what we didn't have was a framework that really gave people specific day-by-day actionable uh, activities to go and, and try to do and, and, you know, accomplish and then kind of, you know, go through a real systematic approach to building their online business. And so the 30-day challenge model or these, you know, challenges in general really give a practical framework. And so what we're going to do for this 30-day challenge is going to be a blast is we're going to have people literally go um, see exactly what our team shows. And one of our uh, presenters will be Danny Stock, who's a legend in uh, retail arbitrage. And really, he really, in a way, is kind of um, credited with coining the phrase, you know, related to some of this stuff, uh, like replans was sort of popularized by him. Um, and he's going to literally walk people through day by day. Here's what we're shopping for. Here's what we're buying. Here's how we send it into Amazon and literally walk them through a set of activities that will show them how to do replans uh, strategy uh, effectively. And at the end of the 30 days, they're going to know what they're doing in terms of building an, an, an online business for shopping locally and selling it on Amazon. Awesome. So what I like about this, I actually think there's something in here for, you know, brand new beginners, never mm-hmm. uh, very new or uh, just just having dabbled in Amazon to mm-hmm. those that are a little bit more experienced, but like um, want to explore very easy ways to grow. And yeah. um, so, I mean, um, one of the reasons we're talking is because I myself am going to be involved. <laughs> yes, with, you are, with, sir. <laughs> so, um, surprise. They, yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they've roped me in and I'm actually very excited. I'm excited because they're excited. You know, I could yeah. tell, I could tell, um, when, you know, uh, when I'm talking to the right audience, how, uh, how much better everything is, you know, I dude, how could we not be, man? You're like a <laughs> legendary. I was like, sure. your, your experience is incredible. And I know a lot of people want to hear like, just how did you do what you've done? How does yeah. it work? And I think your story is just going to inspire just yeah. everyone who shows up. So it's going to be really fun. I mean, um, and what I was, you know, in an email just before I said, like, it was very easy what we accomplished but it was also very challenging and super happy to dive into that story um, with, you know, with the launch of, of your challenge. And that's kind of, I really feel that's how Amazon is or even e-commerce. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. Yeah. There's some things in there that like that are unlocking uh, commerce as we know it. I mean, if you go historically, like, you know, it's just like there's a few little unlocks that have happened in just the last decade that yeah. make that make what we do very easy. And uh, but like there's still real challenges. It still is like yeah. building a business is learning like, uh, you know, procedures that can consistently work. And uh, so yeah. love to I, I can't wait to be involved. Um, and uh, but like 
tell me a little bit more about um, the, just the challenge itself. Sure. Yeah, it's going to kick off on April 8th. So if you're watching or listening to this podcast after, you know, April 8th, it's it's basically open April 8th. And then the official start of the 30 days is April 12th. Um, and so we're excited about uh, sort of the, you know, upcoming, uh, you know, activities associated with it. Um, we're going to set it up so that you've got great information and, and education. But again, the practical uh, stuff, it's not going to be expensive. We're going to make it insanely cheap. Uh, this is not intended to be like a money grab or anything like that. My personal story is that I heard about somebody selling online in 1998. He, he was making $1,000 a day. He made his own traffic website. And when I heard his story, I was like, dude, how do you do that? But for a full 10 years, I just didn't know what to sell or how to sell it. I literally a decade of just dreaming about it. And so we love helping people. And that's what like the challenge and the virtual summit we did a few months ago, they're all designed to just help people understand what are the business models at work? How do you do them? Is this realistic? Who here is really doing it for real that can answer real questions without it being just crazy, shiny objects and, you know, kind of smoke and mirrors. And I love putting together stuff like that. So that's why we're excited to have you share with your experience and the other speakers share. They're all real, you know, seven, eight, nine figure, you know, the, the real, uh, sellers of volume and they're going to tell their stories and answer questions. And so that's, that's kind of the gist of it. Oh, that's, that's, that's way cool. Um, and I, I like the practical things, you know, sometimes, um, people approach me with like zero experience at all. And, um, I personally actually steer my content away from that. Um, I want to talk to those that are experienced and like, uh, I find it more interesting myself (laughs) if I were to like explain Amazon FBA, you yeah. know, er- every day I probably have to shoot myself because <laughs> I always want to discover subjects that are interesting to me. That's why I get to talk to yeah. you about Shopify. And like, I, li- yeah. I, I, I know, like, as soon as this podcast is over, I'm walking over to my guy and be like, Hey, <laughs> Shopify, listen, listen, this, l- listen, the first 10 minutes of this podcast <laughs> and let's hit some of this low hanging fruit where, yeah. uh, we, we have these things. So, um, but there, there is, um, really uh, a good space like where I think you're you're hitting a really good you know very practical way to start and, and yeah. to jump to jump in uh, uh, into a new way of selling or yeah. um, so that's really unique so um, I guess uh, I mean I, I don't want to dive in you know forever because like, we can certainly <laughs> but um, if what's is there something scalable about replens? You know, mm-hmm. is this is this just for someone that like wants to, you know, have a side hustle yeah. versus someone who wants to like, you know, business build, essentially maybe replace yeah. their replace their day job, hire people, yeah, or so forth. That's a great question. So I mean, I think a lot of people are oriented to third party selling on Amazon with the understanding of what or for the phrase that they've heard is retail arbitrage. That's the thing that a lot of people have heard. And so when you understand what retail arbitrage is, it's randomness. It's just, you know, I found a cool thing at a store and I can sell this one item on Amazon. And people can actually piece that together and make some money. It, it may maybe make some money and scale it. 
but it becomes incredibly difficult to actually scale it, you know, at volume. Um, but then you go beyond that and you say to yourself, well, there's online arbitrage where you can source stuff online and sell it, source it on eBay, sell it on Amazon, et cetera, et cetera, or vice versa. But that is also really one-off work. Uh, and so the idea of replens sourcing and selling really puts you into sort of a track to run on product-wise. And it's really, I would say, the first rung on the on the stair steps or the ladder of finding a dedicated product that you know you can source and sell over and over and over again. That's the material appeal of it from people who maybe have learned Amazon through retail arbitrage, but have just never found a consistent product to find and source and sell you know, over and over. And that's really the gist of a replens model. Now, there are other models, of course, beyond that. You can go work directly with the manufacturer or, or you know, wholesale selling, et cetera, et cetera. But the replens model is, I think, really attractive because it's sort of this pivot point where maybe you've learned through our, you know, uh, online arbitrage or retail arbitrage or even garage sailing, how to find things and, and get them into Amazon. But, but you haven't taken it to a professional or industrial level where you really can scale to outsized numbers. And replens is sort of that first, in my view, that first step that gets you to, on that journey. Um, and that's why I'm excited about it. Oh, that's, that's super interesting. Um, I, I love that, you know, it's, it's kind of a spin on what a lot of people know. Uh, mm -hmm. I think retail arbitrage doing your first sale on Amazon through retail arbitrage. I think it's awesome. You yes. understand, you understand the start to understand the fees, the shipping, whatever, like the, in, the inputs and the outputs. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, they're looking for that next step. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I like this as an iteration on a very, uh, uh, you know, trotted out uh, area retail arbitrage. Like a lot yeah. of people know it, a lot of people have yeah. done it, but like we're improving that model. Yeah. So um, that's way cool. Love it. Yeah. Um, so, wow. Uh, two very different subjects on the podcast <laughs> today, um, Shopify and retail. So yeah. we, we definitely, uh, hopefully we didn't lose our audience because we segmented hard, <laughs> and, <laughs> but you know, that is the sign of like, you know, back to our original, uh, you know, like when I asked you like, how's it going? You're like, oh, I've got a lot of things, you got, you got a, lot, a lot of things going on. And, um, and it's definitely very valuable to build out different parts of your Amazon sphere. Like, you yeah. know, here, here's a, here's a, a analogy I'll make. Everyone's had that friend that is always like has new business ideas and it's got a new business idea every other week. Um, I think you're in a good space. If you are say you're an e-commerce seller, Amazon seller, and you have a new idea, but it happens to always be within your territory, within, right. within, yeah. within, um, uh, you know, what, you know, and yeah. in a lot of ways, that's like what I'm doing. I'm, you know, on the side, I build software, but like, I've got, you know, a wholesale business, a little bit of private label and like, they all keep me grounded in Amazon. And so I'm not that guy that's just like spouting like random crazy ideas. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, this is, this is, I wish I could do more podcasts like this. No, <laughs> where, I totally where, agree. A hundred percent. Where we yeah. can hit multiple things. Um, I think the thing that the, the takeaway for me is if you learn e-commerce models, you learn the pros and cons of each one. 
You know, yeah. the, you know, the pros and cons of private label, the pros and cons of wholesaling, the pros and cons of online arbitrage or on, you know, building your own uh, large scale brand on your own site versus, uh, you know, on omni-channel selling. Yeah. You're just, con there's so much that you can learn in this yeah. industry. And um, uh, I love it for that reason. Um, uh, absolutely. So uh, you said that you're, it, this starts on April 8th. Um, open cart, do, April 8th. Open, yeah. Open cart. Uh, how do people find, uh, how do they jump on? Replinschallenge.com is the okay. domain. And uh, so that's where you would find all the info about how to join. And we'd love to have people check it out. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. No, no, check it out. I'll be involved. And, uh, you know, because I'm planning on learning as well. Uh, uh, I, I need to know. <laughs> That's kind mm -hmm. of uh, part of my job as a podcast host is like, I bring a guest on. I got to know what, what's going on. So, and I've heard this term replants and I actually, I, it was through Danny that yeah. uh, about a year, no, this is actually almost, almost two years ago where I started hearing about this. So happy to jump in. So replanschallenge.com. Uh, yep. And, you know, join, I'll be there. Uh, we got, uh, so thank you, Jason, so much for coming on and talking about all things Amazon. Hopefully in the future, we can bring you back and, you know, and then I'm able to ask you a series two of Shopify questions. No doubt. And because yes, totally. it sounds like, you know, if you were an early investor, uh, then you know, you, you know, you've seen some of the iterations and I can't wait For sure. to, to continue to dive in. So that, uh, sums up this episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe and, you know, leave a review. I haven't had too many reviews, uh, in 2021. Let's, let's, let's jam it up. I actually rarely ask for reviews, but it's fun every once in a while to see how things are going. So, uh, that's it. Thanks. One, two, three. Yeah.